You're listening to The Leadership Pod, Episode 4, Q&A, How Can I Be Noticed and Rewarded for the Great Work That I Do? Welcome to The Leadership Pod, the go-to podcast for ambitious emerging leaders. I'm Kara Ronan, leadership expert and your guide to help you build your brand, visibility and influence so you can unlock your leadership potential. Enjoy this episode. Hello, welcome back to The Leadership Pod and thank you so much for tuning in again. Before we get started, I really want you to know that I really appreciate the time you put into listening to these episodes. I'm a podcast fan myself and I have a number of podcasts that I've subscribed to and I also know that it can be really hard sometimes to find the time to listen to podcasts. We are all so busy and I know that you have a hectic schedule as well with your work and your family. Uh, So I want to just say before we start, thank you for taking the time to listen, to download and subscribe. Well, today we are delving into the very first Q&A episode, Uh, and this is something I'm really excited about. As I mentioned in the uh, very first episode of this podcast, the Q&A episode, it's a bit of a fun and interesting uh, element to the podcast that I wanted to add. Uh, It is where I will be answering a common question that I get asked from my clients or from people in my community. Uh, and it's going to be once a month, I'm going to be doing a Q&A episode within the podcast series. Uh, so my aim for this is to make it really helpful and very relevant to you. And as I mentioned in that very first episode, if you have a question that you want me to answer for you that's around leadership or your leadership development, then please feel free to email it to me because I may include it in a future episode. Well, today's uh, topic for the Q&A episode is, how can I be noticed and rewarded for the great work that I do? And I want to put this into context for you. So this question came to me from somebody who we'll call Rachel, I'm not going to use the, the real name, but she is a student in one of my video courses. And the question was a lot longer than, you know, what I put as the title for this podcast. But when I read this question, I could sense the pain and the frustration that this person has suffered at work. And I know that through my experience of working with emerging leaders, that it is a very common issue. Being overlooked feeling underappreciated, working harder and longer than everybody else, but getting no reward for it. It's a common issue for many emerging leaders. And I would say if you are listening to this episode, it's something that you have felt yourself at one time or another in your career. So I knew that it would be a perfect issue to talk about in the very first Q&A episode. And I'm going to address it by first taking a deeper look at the issue itself, then giving a solution to the issue. Then I'll be talking about the result of solving this issue. So I hope this episode and the format of this episode is going to be very helpful for you if you have ever encountered the same or a very similar issue. So let's first take a deeper look at the issue we're talking about here. When Rachel wrote to me, 
She expanded on the fact that she'd always been a responsible and loyal employee. She'd always delivered a great job at work, but she had never been rewarded for it. Now, of course, there is possible there is a possibility that this person, Rachel, has a boss who is just unfair or a bad leader. This does happen and unfortunately it does make for a difficult work environment. But there's also the possibility that her boss has simply overlooked her hard work because he or she has a million other things to worry about. And in that case, it's up to you, the emerging leader, to bring your efforts to the attention of your boss. But this requires you to make a mindset shift. And a lot of people don't realize that they have to make this mindset shift when they do move up toward leadership. So I'm going to explain to you a little about little bit about what I'm talking about here. When you first start in the corporate world, so let's say your first job, your time and effort is focused on learning the job, on how to complete the tasks you've been assigned and how to do it the right way. You're evaluated on your performance for those specific tasks because, and this is generally all you're evaluated on, which causes you to think that if you do more of it or do it faster or better than the others, you'll stand out. You'll be noticed and rewarded for your hard work. Early on in your career, this strategy might work and it quite often does. But things change when you reach mid-level or to senior level in your career. You're evaluated on different things. And unless somebody specifically communicates this to you and tells you this, it's really easy to miss. So when you're mid to senior level in your career or when you start to become in charge of a team, it's not only your goals that matter. You're not only evaluated on how well you perform a specific task, you're also evaluated on how well you manage and lead people. So there's a shift when you move from entry to mid-level in your career, and this shift is from being evaluated on your technical skill only to being evaluated on your people and management skill as well. And if you know this, and if you adjust to this shift by learning how to delegate, how to give feedback, how to coordinate and lead a team, how to do all the things that you need to do well to be considered a leader, then you will be ahead of the others. Those people who are still clueless that these things are even important. To be successful in a business environment today, technical skill will only get you so far. You need a strong combination of technical skill and people skills to be noticed and to succeed. So we've looked at the issue that uh, Rachel was facing or the issue behind, you know, why people work hard, uh, why they don't get noticed. The shift that you need to make from being a technical skilled person, professional to uh, a leader who is skilled in people skills as well. So that is the issue. Now, there's a mental shift that you need to make. Okay, so in this Q&A, we're focused on how to get noticed and rewarded for the great work that you do. So instead of trying to achieve this, this through your technical skill where you'd work longer and harder than others do, you need to achieve it through your people skill. 
okay? That shift you need to make. And specifically, what you need to do is to bring your boss's attention to the fact that you always produce great work, but you're not rewarded for it. So this is the solution to the, to the issue. Now, this can be a daunting issue to tackle, daunting thing to tackle, but I do have a couple of ideas that I want to share with you. And we'll start with the more indirect options, which are easier for most people to handle. Then I'll move to the more direct options. So the first idea on how to handle the solution to the issue is to talk about what you've achieved in your weekly team meetings. So I found that many people don't speak up in meetings. And this is a real issue, especially for emerging leaders. Quite often, you're worried about saying the wrong thing. You might be worried about looking silly in front of your boss or co-workers. So you hold back and you don't speak up in meetings. Now, every meeting that I had when I was in the corporate world, I was always asked about what I was working on or if I had any news to tell the group. I was encouraged to speak up, which was fantastic because it gave me an opportunity to talk about what I'd achieved and what I'd contributed to the team, how I fit into the team. Now, I'm sure you're asked these same questions as well in your weekly meetings. So I want to make sure that you use this opportunity to tell everyone in the room, including your boss, what you've been working on, bring their attention to it. In this is one way that can help you get noticed for the hard work that you've contributed to the team. It's your opportunity to shine. People aren't going to know how intelligent, how wonderful and hardworking you are unless you tell them. You know, most people are so preoccupied and concerned with their own life and their own job and what they're doing and how they look in the eyes of their boss you know, they're not worried about anyone else in the team. So they might forget to first ask you about what you've contributed. Uh, so it's up to you to actually tell them, announce this, bring it up in the meeting. Now, I know it might feel wrong to be self-promotional. And this is an issue that I'll probably explore in future episodes of this podcast because I do feel it's an issue that does hold a lot of emerging leaders back. You don't want to be self-promotional. You don't want to seem like you're bragging. But I can assure you that if you aren't self-promotional, others will be and they will get noticed instead of you. Let me repeat that because it's really important that you understand this. If you're not self-promotional, others will be and they will get noticed instead of you. Now, I can hear some of you thinking, well, my boss doesn't ask me what I've been working on, so what should I do? How do I approach this situation? Well, the answer for you is you have to be bold and you have to just go ahead and claim your talking space in the meeting and just tell others what you have been working on. So this option takes a lot more courage. And because you're taking control of the agenda, you're putting yourself in the meeting, your boss may, depending on you know what kind of boss you have, they may or may not have their nose put out of joint a little bit. So do tread carefully if you do use this strategy. But if you have the confidence to do it, here's how you can start the conversation. 
So you're in the meeting and you want to tell people uh, what you've been working on so that they're actually aware of what you've been working on. You start the conversation by saying, I'd just like to share with everyone what I've been working on lately because I feel uh, it's contributed a lot to this team. And then you continue explaining what you've been working on, the details about it, the specifics about it. Okay, so that's one way you can uh, bring it up or put yourself in the meeting and raise awareness about what you've been working on and how you've contributed to the overall team goals. The second option involves having a one-on-one -on -one with your boss and you tell your boss that you've been getting a lot from these weekly meetings, you think they're fantastic, but you have a suggestion. And you think it would be a great idea if in future meetings you can share, everyone can share what they've been working on. Would you consider making this part of your agenda? So this is a great strategy if your boss has simply overlooked the fact, you know, they're busy with other things and they never even think of asking people in the team what they've been working on. It would probably be rare that this happens, but it may happen in your case. It may be your situation. So simply having a bit of a one-on-one -on -one conversation with your boss and suggesting an idea for future meetings can help you uh, get, that, uh, that, get that agenda into the meeting and help you give you an opportunity to talk about what you've been working on. It makes you look like a proactive leader because you're initiating a new idea and bosses tend to love this because it shows that you're actually leadership material you're thinking outside of the box and you're you're trying to bring in new things and create new uh, movements within the group or within the meeting and this is probably what i'd recommend you to do First, if you do have an issue with your boss not recognizing your hard work, this would be a great first step to bring that awareness to them. It's not as daunting um, as, you know, the other things I've suggested and you probably get a better response from your boss. The third option is to tell your boss during, during a performance evaluation. So all companies that I know of, they have performance evaluations every three months or every six months. And this is a great opportunity for you to have a one-on-one -on -one with your boss and for him or her to give you feedback on your performance. Okay, but it's also a great opportunity for you to raise concerns or issues that you have. And a lot of emerging leaders don't realize that they can speak up and contribute to these sessions as well. It's a two-way conversation. It's not just about your boss telling you what you've done right or what you've done wrong or what you can improve on. It's a two-way conversation. So if you feel that you've been, you've been overlooked, you've not been rewarded for the great work that you do, make sure you bring it up in your performance evaluations and tell your boss the things you've been working on for the past three to six months. Don't assume they know. So before you go to this session, make a list of the projects you've been working on, the issues you've solved for your clients or for your team, and how this has impacted your clients or your team. So this will help you to think bigger 
than the actual tasks you've completed. Because when it comes to being a leader, you have to show that you think bigger than the actual tasks. You have to show that you know the impact what you've done has had. What what is that impact on your team or on your clients? So try to emphasize this impact when you have your one-on-one with your boss about this or when you talk about what you've been doing. So if you remember episode two, I talked about how Jack Welch, so before he was CEO of General Electric, as he was working his way up the ranks of the company, he would always give his boss more than what was expected. Do you remember me talking about that in episode two? Well, instead of only giving his boss an answer to the question that he was asked, he would also add a fresh new perspective to the issue. And this helped him stand out and look like a future leader in his boss's eyes. So try to incorporate this concept and this type of out of the box thinking when you communicate to your boss what you've been working on. Okay, so we've talked about the issue not being noticed for your or rewarded for your hard work. We've talked about the solution and I gave you three ideas to try, uh, ranging between having one-on-one with your boss or just uh, interjecting, putting yourself in the meeting and just telling others what you have been working on. Now I wanna focus on the result of addressing this issue. So the original problem was that Rachel who wrote in the Q&A, she wasn't getting rewarded for the hard work she always did. It was bothering her. She was feeling overworked, undervalued. She was working harder and longer than everyone else and this strategy wasn't working, wasn't getting her noticed and there was no way that she could physically continue to work harder and longer than she'd be doing. So she decided to do something about it. She took action. She took the steps I suggested and she had a conversation with her boss. And the result of this was that she felt she had more control over her working life. She brought to his attention that she'd been putting a lot of extra effort in at work. She'd achieved many great things for the company and for the team. The fact that she had this conversation with her boss made her feel that she was doing something about her frustration. It made her feel that she was in control of her job, of her career, and of her life. Feeling overworked and undervalued is one thing, but feeling powerless in and amongst this situation makes it even more difficult to handle. The strategies that I shared with you in this episode about how you can handle this situation so you don't feel undervalued, they do work. They're drawn from the concept of assertive communication. And this is one area that I focus a lot of my work on. I guess it started as type of a personal mission to make my communication more assertive. And it's resonated with a lot of my students and a lot of my clients and people in my community as well. So if you've never heard of assertive communication, I find that a lot of people have a wrong idea of what assertive communication is all about. They they think that being assertive, it's about being uh, abrupt. It's about being rude. It's about, you know, getting your own way at any cost. But it is not that at all. That is what I consider to be aggressive communication, not assertive communication at all. Assertive communication is about being able to freely talk about your feelings, your opinions, and wants. 
It's about setting boundaries with others. It's about saying no or being able to say no to people's requests when they ask too much of you. It's about requesting things from other people as well. The result of being able to communicate assertively is feeling empowered instead of feeling powerless. You know, so you feel you have control over your life. And that is what we've done in this episode. Well, hopefully with the strategies I've shared with you in this episode, I hope that it has given you that feeling of empowerment if you're facing this similar issue of not being noticed or rewarded for your work. Now, it is your right to let your boss know that you've been working really hard and that you've been doing an amazing job for your company. And this is one of the key points about assertive communication, that it's your right to communicate assertively. It's not being aggressive. But the the thing with assertive communication that I find is that most people, emerging leaders, tend to be more on the passive side. And being on the passive side of communication does make you feel powerless because you're not being proactive and you don't feel that you have control over your life or your future. And that's where assertive assertive communication comes into the mix. And that's why it's something I'm so passionate about, especially for emerging leaders, because I know it's absolutely the type of communication that many emerging leaders need to learn. And they have to learn if they need, if they want to be seen as a leader, if they want to take charge of their team and of their career. So I love talking about assertive communication, as you can probably tell, and helping people become more assertive in their workplace interactions. So I will definitely be weaving this topic into future episodes. Uh, But if it's something you want to start working on now, then the video course I have, one of the video courses I have is about assertive communication, which you can access through my website or directly through Udemy. It runs for about three hours and I take you through the four styles of communication, how to overcome fears that hold you back, how to use body language that's assertive, how to be assertive in group situations, which is quite often a difficult one for many emerging leaders and one-on-one conversations as well. And then I go through verbal strategies to become more assertive. And that's the largest part of the course. There's a lot of coaching worksheets, which are designed to help you as much as I can without working with you one-on-one, because obviously that's not possible through a video course, but it's a great course. And I've put a lot of work and heart into it. Uh, A lot of my students have loved it as well. Some of the responses from people have been about how it's opened their eyes to how they can communicate. It's helped one lady move from being aggressive with her communication to assertive, and it's helped many others who are on the passive side to dial up their confidence and level of assertiveness as well. So definitely check out that that course. It may be for you. I will put the links in the show notes for this episode, uh, or you can simply go to my website, Executive Impressions, and have a look at it there. Well, I hope you have enjoyed this very first Q&A episode, which was all about how to be noticed and rewarded for the great work that you do, to no longer be invisible, to no longer be overlooked or ignored by your boss or others you work with. So we started looking at the issue. And then in that section, I talked about how you need to make that mindset shift 
as an emerging leader, when you transition to mid or senior level roles because your technical skill won't be enough to get you noticed and promoted. We then moved on to the solutions and I shared with you three solutions you can try. The first one was to talk about what you've been working on and what you've achieved in your weekly team meetings. So just put yourself in the conversation and just start telling people. The second solution was to request your boss to make th this a part of your regular weekly meeting so everyone can share what they've been working on. And the third solution was to raise the issue during your performance evaluations. Remember, it's not only about your boss telling you what you need to improve on, it's about you communicating with your boss, a two-way conversation as well, so you can both share ideas. And then after that, we focused on what happens when you solve the issue, the results of the issue. And the main message I wanted to leave you with for that part of the podcast was that it helps you feel more in control of your life. You no longer feel ignored and that you can't do anything about it. And this is a really empowering thing to feel as an emerging leader. And as I mentioned, it does depend heavily on being able to communicate assertively, which is a type of communication that emerging leaders absolutely need to learn. And you will learn, you'll pick up tips as I go through future podcast episodes because I will be weaving it in throughout different episodes. Well, I hope you've enjoyed this episode of The Leadership Pod. Thank you so much for listening and giving me your time again. I really appreciate it. Next week, we'll be going back to the regular session format and I'll be sharing with you five reasons why you should speak up in meetings because uh, I know this is an issue that a lot of people have difficulty with as well. So I wanted to spend some time going over that with you to hopefully boost your confidence and also give you some strategies to actually speak up more in meetings. So make sure you tune in for that episode. That is all from me for this week. If you liked this episode, then I'd be so grateful if you could take a couple of minutes and leave a review of this podcast on the iTunes platform. And don't forget to share it with your colleagues and friends. Because remember, when you help others with valuable information, it makes you look like a leader. Have an amazing week and I'll talk to you again very soon. Well, I hope you enjoyed this episode of The Leadership Pod. Thank you so much for listening. If you did find some useful tips in this episode, then please leave a review on iTunes or on your favorite podcast platform. And don't forget to share this episode with your colleagues. Remember, they might benefit from these insights too. And I would love to hear from you via my website or social media. You can leave a note at executive-impressions.com or find me on LinkedIn, Facebook, or Instagram. The links are on my website. Take care and thanks again for listening.